money, baby, Hot damn, we are back, boys. I fantasize daily week seven. Uh, Nick Miles, Connor in the house, running a three-man. How are we doing tonight, boys? Doing good, man. Had a showdown. Had a showdown almost win last week. I lost to the Millie Maker winner, so not too bad to finish second to that. So uh, hoping to hoping to keep it rolling, man. What about y'all? I uh, didn't play any lineups last Sunday because – uh, of the Tennessee game on Saturday, so <laughs> I think that's a good excuse, though, man. That was Ooh, a, man. Uh, what time did it end up? It was like what 12 30, one o'clock, probably and with traffic. Y'all probably got home what 1 30? Yeah, it was definitely after, definitely after 12 45, maybe 1 30, somewhere in that range. Yeah, Nick said, Bug, I don't remember the fourth quarter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all, well, we got 10 games. Let's go ahead and get right into it. So, first game, we've got Panthers at the Giants. We've got a 43-and-a-half-point total, which isn't super appealing, but I think there are some some pieces in this game that make sense based off of injuries and just guys who have what I believe really high ceilings based off their prices. Uh, Connor, let's start on the Giants side. So, a lot of injuries to report on Thursday night. We don't really know who's going to be out there on Sunday. But is there anybody on the Giants right now that's kind of peaking your interest? Yeah, no, I think about it. Half the team's got a Q tag on them, so uh, definitely something to watch out for. Uh, I think if if we're starting with the Giants, the guys I'm probably most interested in, um, I'm really only interested in two. I think it's going to be Sterling Shepard and Devontae Booker this week, not to be confused with Devin Booker, as we called him last week. That's the point guard for <laughs> the Sun. So, anyways. Um, yeah, so I, I actually had a lot of Devontae last week or whenever they played the Cowboys, and I think he's been underneath the radar a little bit, so he's got a good role, um, and it, at 5.5, I like him. He's projecting well, and then Sterling Shepard obviously had a good game last week. They've only priced him up to about 5.6, and if he's going to be the only kind of main receiving weapon out there, I got a lot of interest in him, and so when I was doing my um, – my lineup crunches earlier. I was getting a lot of Daniel Jones, and I think it's it's mostly because this game from the Giants side has a lot of good cheap pieces, including Jones, and then some some cheap running uh, run backs we have on the um, on the Panthers. So, um, do you have a little bit of interest in the Giants? Just you know, with a twenty point total, won't have a ton of them, but but definitely sprinkling some in. Yeah, Kadarius Tony's doubtful, right? Yeah, I think they said he was leaning towards not playing. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to play Shepard then a little bit. I mean, five, six. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think his projection will go up too if like some of these receivers are ruled out. So I think where he's at now, there's, you know, there's some upside. Yeah. And, and Daniel Jones, man, I mean, five, four with his rushing ability. I mean, dude's got, mm-hmm. dude's got 30 point upside. I mean, he does it multiple times a year. So I think at that price, I think that's a, an awesome spot. What about on the Panthers? Yeah, so you got you got it, Nick. Uh, I just no, I was just gonna say, um, I you know when I start my research, I always just run the optimals just to get a super high level. And Chubba Hover keeps popping in every single time, and I hate it. 
mean, he looked fine. The stats are there. I just every time I see him pop up, I'm like, Ugh, I just don't. I don't like clicking his name anymore, even though I played him. But <laughs> solid matchup, and he's really the only one I'm interested in on the Panthers. I don't know about y'all. I'm I'm going back to the well with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both. The, the underlying usage is there for both. The prices have come down. I mean, what we talked about last week with Robbie, right? Like, if not first, if not second, if not third, well, now we're on the fourth. And I think you, you can't invest this long and then not not be there the week it happens. It's a great matchup for both receivers, both underpriced. Uh, they, dude, they just dropped passes last week. Like, they were just getting peppered and just couldn't catch the ball. So maybe they take a Marquise Brown volleyball route this week or soccer ball route and, and practice with some soccer balls and they go and catch some balls this week. But I, I think they're both pretty good plays. I'm fatigued of them. Fatigued of that offense. I'm, I'm off Chuba. I, I haven't played him yet. I, I just I don't know if he's got the same. I don't know if he's got a ceiling, man. I think uh, I don't know with that much usage. You know, you you get a couple touchdowns. There's your ceiling. Yeah, they got him at 28, <laughs> 28 ceiling on this thing, man. I guess he just hasn't showed it. And I I know it's his rookie year, but um, I don't know. Yeah, like that scare me. I also don't think Sam Darn is going to be rushing for two rushing touchdowns every game. Like he that he started off real hot beginning of the season with his rushing touchdowns. I think that might regress back to Chubb. Um, let's switch gears. Another low total. Jets at Patriots, 42-and-a-half-point total. Patriots favored by a touchdown. Uh, these teams face off week two. I mean, 42-and-a-half is – I mean, you can argue it might be even, be even high here. Uh, Nick, is there any any love on either of these sides uh, on, on the drafting slate for you? Um, de- definitely, I'm, I'm, de- I'm fading the Jets, obviously. What is it, 17 point total? I have a fiduciary duty to tell you that Jacoby Myers popped again <laughs> in the optimal. Did you see what happened last week with him? No. He caught a touchdown pass and then they called, they had a penalty that brought it back. Yep. See what I'm saying? So he's at 5 3. Um, he's the only guy I'm really interested in. Maybe you could maybe talk me into some of these tight ends on New England, um, but. I just don't really – I'm not excited to play anybody. I just got to tell you, Jacoby is back in there in the optimals. I'm oh, just, until he catches a touchdown. Until he catches I guarantee a touchdown. you Hunter Henry is going to get played in that winner-take-all. Someone – I don't know who it's going to – probably Joey Teague. I think he's played him every week. Someone's going to play Hunter Henry, just FYI. I might, just John John who, I might just play John who to leverage our five-man field. <laughs> back up, Tadian. Hey, I'm playing John who, I'm playing John who in tournaments. Okay, why don't you why don't you talk about him? Because because he's two point eight k. First off, um, I, I think we're gonna get to some folks that are higher priced that um, you like. And at two point eight k, you need a touchdown. Dude's getting red zone targets out the ass. Like I'm pretty sure he's had like five to six red zone targets the past two or three weeks. Um, at two point eight k, he's playing snaps. He's a freak athlete. Uh, I, I just think at two point eight k, the chance for him to go get you ten to fifteen is there, and I think it's actually a pretty good possibility this week. Yeah, I think uh, I think the outside of maybe Jacoby Myers, I think the two most owned plays from here would probably be the two defenses. Uh, so you got the Patriots at 3-4 and the Jets at 2-4. I actually like both. 
at the prices. So, you know, I'm not against, you know, you go and cheat with the Jets against, you know, Mac Jones and Damian Harris or, or some, there's always some Patriot running back that seems to fumble every week. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you've got, obviously you've got the Patriots against uh, Mac Jones or sorry, against uh, Zach Wilson, who had probably the worst performance And this. I don't know. I have to go back and look. It's between him and Nathan Peterman that I've seen in the NFL that game where he, you know, he, he last played the Patriots and not, and not like past, you know, results predict future outcomes, but you know, New England's at home. I, you know, I like both of these defenses actually in this one. Yeah, man, my, my Zach Wilson being Josh Allen first season take at the beginning of the year was pretty off. Like that dude was bad. Like I thought he was you and Billy football. You like really I thought he would have some, you know, highs and lows, but dude's just like low always. <sighs> I uh, thought Josh Allen did struggle though his first year. He, dude, that's what I'm saying. He he was like, he was like 15 or like 25. 15, but he had more 15s and 25s, but when he popped, he popped. Yep. Zach has no pop. Who was no who was the non-Josh Allen truther? Was it Nick? It was me. Yeah, okay. But then I did a complete 180. Yeah, now we – yeah. Yeah, because now that's my boy. Mm-hmm. Won me last year. All right, easy game. Not much there to like. Uh, the next one, though, definitely have some fireworks. Chiefs favored by four and a half, traveling to Nashville to play the Titans in a massive 57 and a half point total. Started at 54 and a half, already jumped up another field goal. Man, y'all, uh, I mean, I don't really think there's a, a, a play that we're not going to like here, but I think the big question that I think us and everybody else is going to say is like, are we running Derrick Henry again? Uh, is, is Derrick Henry the dude this week? I think he, I think he got to at this point. Um, he's this year's Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's even getting – he's even catching some balls. So, it's like I – mean, Why is he not 10, 10K, 10 uh, he Because he's not getting uh, all the, the catching. I mean, dude, like, <laughs> this is a perfect matchup with a 57.5-point total. He hasn't been stopped in good matchups, bad matchups. Like, why not? I think this is this might be the one that just really, if he just blows up for another 30, 40 point game, it's it's over. This is like might be the one he does it. Um, so I think you you got to jam a man at least in cash, even though he's not pop. I'm running some optimals, he ain't in there. I guess it's in price. cash. You, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's because there's um, we'll get to it, but like there's so many value running backs this week that you don't necessarily need him. Um, cause you, it, like it's forcing you to basically pay down at running back and up at wide receiver. So I'm all for flipping that playing Henry and paying down at wide receiver, especially if like Cooper cup gets up there and Devonte get up there in ownership. So I, I, I like Derek Henry. If you don't do that, like, you know, there's, you don't want to go Henry and then also try to get these like chalky pay down running backs to pair with him or these high, these high owned wide receivers i kind of like him as just a flip the bill play this week do we know if uh helio jones is going to play because the only bear case i think you have against tennessee is like their wide receivers like that whole room has been banged up this year so like if you start to get you know aj brown got healthy he looked good last week um julio was having a good game until he he got hurt there at the end so you know that that could be the only the you know the only thing where we see Derrick Henry have some semblance of coming back down to earth. I mean, I still think he's a good play, but 
Um, you know, if you do want a bear case on him, that's it. His ownership's projecting pretty – I mean, he's not going to be high on He's not going to be low. I think he's going to come in like 15%. So, that's wild. That's wild. You know, I mean, it's like split – it's split right down the middle of, you know, there's these never Henry people and the always play Henry people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be wrong. interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so I know my homes is high price. Hill is high price, but he's he hasn't practiced yet. And then Kelsey is also, I mean, pretty high price. Like, do y'all think this game's not going to be as targeted near as much as it should be? No, I mean, I think um, you mean from like an ownership perspective. Yeah. I think as it stands today, it'll be the most owned game. Um, probably that one or or the Rams, Detroit, mostly just the Rams side. I think this one has more of a likelihood of having like, you know, like it, it'll have game stacks. And if you're not stacking this game, people are going to have pieces. You know, they're going to run, you know, Darrell Williams, A.J. Brown correlations. I don't yeah. know if you can jam in the big dog and Tyreek Hill. So I, I just think you're going to see pieces of these everywhere. Um, so the way I like to do that is either pick a pick a correlation that, is not that owned or just fully game stack it, you know, yeah. just take them all if you can, which is kind of hard to do given the prices, but I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good plays here. I think another guy maybe to touch on is, are y'all, uh, are y'all getting any of the mentor this week? Daryl Williams. Um, you know, he's sitting there at five, eight, um, you know, on a, on a 31 team total. So I think he's going to be, you know, probably one of the top running back plays this week. I mean, with his usage, like what it was, I mean, I think he's a great play as well. 21, t uh, 21 rushes, four targets, three receptions. Mm -hmm. And these, I think also we buried the lead. Are these, I don't have the shit in front of me, but are these not the two worst probably defenses in the NFL right now? Pretty bad. So it's like, yeah, I, that's why I kind of think, I think a lot of people are going to be playing this game regardless if people are banged up. Um, I think you can run all over KC and you could throw all over Tennessee. So it doesn't. I just don't – I don't see a path to where a lot of these guys fail. What's interesting, I think, it's going to be if, like, Tyreek doesn't play, who are you going with? Because it ain't going to be Hardman for me. I, we, I've fell into this trap too many times. I'll go Pringle or Pringle or Springles or whatever his name is before I go uh, with Cole Hardman. But I do love Daryl um, right there in that spot as well. I think at that point we just go Josh Gordon. Let's just do it. <sighs> The, for for what it's worth, Tyreek, this is the, the same shit Tyreek did last week. He didn't practice. I don't think he practiced Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and then showed up. He was limited, though. I will say that. He ran, like, half the snaps he ran uh, that he typically runs, but it doesn't matter. Like, if Tyreek's on the field, Kills are, Mahomes is going to look for him, and he doesn't need more than a few plays to get there, and Tennessee is yeah. a good place to, to get it done. You know – so I was listening to another podcast. I heard that uh, the Swolecast um, last game he was targeted twelve times on thirty-five routes ran. That's so, incredible. That's incredible. Uh, and um, if anything, I just want to touch on Patrick Mahomes. I'm looking at it, and he's looking like the fifth highest owned QB. I mean, I know he's super pricey, and there's not like a screaming value on the slate a lot, but man. I don't know. I mean, he's less than Kyler Murray, and I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing him. And he's playing uh, like Tennessee. I just don't get it. I, maybe I'm going to be – maybe I'll look at it it's, it's, uh, Saturday or Sunday morning. It'll pop up, but he's kind of a no-brainer. Like, I know I'm getting on here 
telling you to play Patrick Mahomes, but just based off his ownership, I think it's going to be a good little play. Yeah, no, I like I like uh, Patty Mahomes this week. I actually like him. Um, I don't know. So for tournaments, the way I was looking at it was um, he he projects. Actually, you could probably double stack him this week. So he actually projects better there. You just pick one of Hardman, or sorry, one of Kelsey Hill, and then um, you know it pairs him with someone else. That's where it drops down to uh, McCall Hardman. I actually think pairing him with uh, Darrell Williams and and one of uh, Hill Kelsey is probably how I'd like to play it. But also think too in this type of game environment, we always talk about this, or at least I do. When you've got a home team that's a dog in a big game environment i like playing them so i do have some interest in in the tennessee side on the um on the tournament front i, I don't know i i fuck julio jones this, i mean i know aj brown mm-hmm. he didn't practice again today but nobody's practicing today so it's like let's just call that a wash like i think he's the guy right there and he's like 200 more so it's like what's yeah. the, where why do we even have to think about this julio's wash yeah, AJ Brown had a huge, huge second half last week. Finally looked like he came into his own. Um, yeah. I want to figure out what fast food joint he went to. Bro, apparently he, like, still can't get shit down. He, mm-hmm. like, tweeted about it. It was like, I literally can't eat anything. So, I don't know what he did. Probably that Hattie B's. <laughs> he got it too too spicy, man. <laughs> he went with the hottest one. Um, we, we didn't touch on Kelsey, and I, I, I want to – I think this is going to be – more than that. Well, to me, it seems like it might be one of the most popular games, but we, we didn't touch on Kelsey, who's another big piece. Are we on off too expensive? Any takes at all? I, I'm indifferent. I, I probably won't play him, but. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I think it's he's one of the few guys at a position that, you know, is as hard as anything to get right. And he's the only one that brings a certain level of you know, certainty and ceiling to it. And, you know, it's interesting because I think it's, you know, if you, if you go and look, um, it's probably you, what's Waller at six, seven. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at paying up for either Waller or Kelsey or like whatever, flip a coin on anybody under, you know, three, 4,000, whatever it is, 5,000, you know? So it's like, yeah. I, yeah, I, de- I definitely think you'll, you, you know, you could have some of Kelsey. He looks like he's going to be – I don't know. He's not going to be the highest zone tight end. So, I, you know, I don't know. I kind of like him. It's just uh, expensive, man. It's hard to stack him unless you want to go yeah. like fucking him and Daryl Williams or him and Tannehill or some shit like that. Westbrook the king. All right. Should be a good one. Uh, Redskins – Traveling to Lambeau Field, Packers favored by more than a touchdown with a 48-and-a-half-point total. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I think, is going to play, so nothing to worry about really on Redskins. They should be full strength for whatever that's worth. Uh, The Packers, I I think the question week in, week out, is it Aaron Jones or is it Devontae Adams? It's been Devontae Adams yeah. <laughs> pretty much, right? I mean, I guess Aaron Jones had his one blow up on um he was on a he was on a showdown slate, wasn't he? Yeah, it was uh, it was like one of those Monday or, or Thursday nights. I mean, for what it's worth, I think <clears throat> like usual, Devontae's projecting as you know, probably a, 
the top play on the slate. Let's see. Yeah, second. So it's got him and Cup basically right there beside each other. You know, they're priced within 500 of each other. They're going to be projected about the same. I mean, you know, you get Green Bay in a a 28-point total and with his target share. I mean, because last week he had a – you know, he didn't necessarily get there, but he had a big play he broke where it was like his foot was like one inch Mm -hmm. out of bounds. You know, and that that would have been another 25 yards, a touchdown and a bonus. So we're talking about, you know, uh, uh, a 10 or 11 point swing there where he's sitting at, you know, 25, 30 again. Um, So I'm hoping maybe his ownership doesn't come in great. But I mean, you know, he's going to be he's going to be pretty highly owned, I think. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have a lot of them. It's just how do you play him is more the question to me. Yeah, you couldn't dream of a better spot here for Devontae. Or not how do you play him, but who do you play him with? Probably a better way to put it. Um, I think a little a little dart throw, if you want to get weird with it, is uh, at Robert Tonyan at 35. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, these are great plays, Devontae, Aaron Jones. Um, but if you just want some random dart throw, t- TD upside, Tonyan might be that guy. I don't know. I was only really – I mean, obviously, besides – um, Devontae, I was really only interested in playing McKissick, and it looks like Gibson's gonna play, so I don't, uh, it's really I'm not really interested in this game. Nick, come on, man. It's it, we've not talked about him, it's sitting right there. It's your boy. You're not gonna, you're not gonna give Ricky Seals, not good, not good <laughs> for three weeks in a row. Just, we're off of it. Oh, I, honestly, bro, I thought I, I thought I was like, dude, I, I nailed McKissick. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's just he's, he's getting a little pricey, man. Getting a little pricey. Yeah. No, yeah, I uh, I don't think we touched on him. Um, he's not projecting super well, but I do like Terry McLaurin. Just as um, more an ownership play, he's an ownership ceiling. So he's, I think he's going to be less than 5% owned. Um, and I, I think like earlier when I was saying, how do you play Devontae? I think I'm probably going to try to pair him with, because Ricky Seals is going to come in pretty owned. So if you wow, do yeah, want to correlate in it. Second. Yeah. I think I, I think I like pivoting and, and, you know, if I play Devontae uh, pairing him with Terry McLaurin, um, who's, who's, you know, pretty affordable at 6.9. Um, so he's someone I like that's not necessarily popping, but I just, it's a, it's a, I know better, you know, he's always got the chance to pop off. All right. Fair enough. I think that touched on everybody. Uh, the next game Falcons at Dolphins 47 and a half point total Falcons favored by two and a half Calvin Ridley is back. Um, let's start on the Falcons side. Is, is Calvin Ridley, I mean, guys, I think he's 6.6K. That's – I feel like that's a, a – just kind of a, a price you don't typically see for a guy like that is I'm assuming he's going to be popular uh, in, a, in a really, really good matchup here. Is that a guy that y'all are kind of gravi- gravitating to as well? Uh, yeah, I think he's too, too cheap for the – too cheap for the talent. Um, he's still, he hasn't like really popped off. Like his ceiling hasn't been there, but I mean, his floors, it's great. So it just needs, he just needs, um, a real big pop off game. And I think he's too cheap to play. Uh, he's not coming in super high owned, but I, I don't think that. Uh, yeah. I think he might, I think he's going to come in high. 
Yeah, not you on got this him at, Nick? established the run. They got him at 12%. Fuck okay, yeah, yeah the one I'm looking at – well, the one I'm looking at has got him the highest owned receiver at 21. So, I don't know. I think he's going to get steamed by the end of the week. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think you're yeah. probably – yeah, I think 21 is way better. Um, it's just too cheap. Uh, I think yeah. he's one of those – man, I, I, I'm eating that shit. I, I, I'm – Yeah, give me all that chalk. I mean, he's got a floor of, what, 15 with – 13 targets last game. God, and I like he was out for personal. I don't really know what that was about, but he hasn't played in two games or well, two weeks. I guess he had they had a bye week last week. He was out the week before, but I mean, dude's a stud. Atlanta doesn't have like he doesn't have a ton of target competition. Who's he gonna take it away from Cordero? Like, okay, him and Kyle, man. That's really I mean, the... seriously, like Kyle Pitts isn't getting it either. Like, I mean, I just it wouldn't surprise me if Calvin goes for a hundred a touch here, easy. You want to. You want to hear the thing I laughed about the most when I looked at this was, so, you know, I saw Calvin Ridley at 6.6. and was like, oh, that's a pretty good price. I scroll over and see Cordero at 6.3. Jesus. <laughs> like, He's going to score four touchdowns on three receptions. I, exactly. And it's like, is it too low <laughs> at this point? No, I'm just kidding. Here's no, it's the- just like that. This is a 4,000 dude. They've got priced at 6.3. It's just funny to me. Y- y'all remember um, how mad we were, though, when he was at UT and he wasn't getting enough touches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is what it looks like. I mean, I it's the same it thing. Yeah. I'm it's used good. to seeing him getting eight touches and having 600 fantasy points. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. used to it. I've been watching it for years. Uh, the, the, the other thing I touched on this one, I think two is back this week. Right. So, um, he's, you know, so it's, it's no longer the Jacoby Brissett. Well, not the experiment, but the fill in. Um, so you got two a back and they've only got him priced at 5.5. And I actually, he was popping in some of the runs I did earlier. So I think it's like the reason he's popping is kind of what we've touched on that Ridley's too cheap. Um, so, you, you know, you can get a, you can get a Jalen Waddle, you can get a Tua, you can get a Ridley in that stack and then go and play people like the big dog or something like that. So I think that's the way you go and get these guys. And, um, you know, he was an option. He doesn't have a super high total. Um, but I think, you know, if you, if you are playing multiple entries, um, in large enough fields, I do think a Tua, Tua stack with, um, you know, like a Ridley bring back or something like that is is definitely uh, uh, valid and valuable, especially if you want to get a little bit different on the one o'clock games and see if some of your guys hit. Because I think the Rams, Philly and Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, all those four o'clock games will be chalky. And so, you know, if you kind of hit early, you can um, you can try to pair, you know, pair some of the chalky guys from the later games with with these guys. Well, yeah. like a second love, man. Love it. No, I'm glad you said it, Nick. That's who I was going to talk about. I absolutely what? love it. Get just a second. Mike, just a second. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. big, yeah, big on second. him this week. Very, very big. Tua loves him. He's one of two of his favorite targets. That showed last year. That's showing this year. He's he's a freak athlete playing snaps. Like, all yeah. in just a second. Again, guys, we're bearing the lead on the opposite side. Cordell Patterson, cool. Can't believe I'm saying it. You know, he's sitting there at 5,200. Yeah, Mike Davis. Or the Mike corpse Davis. of Mike Davis. Mike Davis, baby. He's that's what I'm telling you, bro. He's wow. He had 13 points with a touchdown. Okay, damn. Mike Mike Davis is the guy who you play at the beginning of the year because he's kind of older. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. wears out, and <laughs> just like yeah, his best game was 13 with a touchdown. No, I mean, I don't know. I just I I don't know. 
I'll be starting him in season long. I think that's the only share I'll have. If this is the time. <laughs> Bro, you talk about Robbie and Odell. They've been talking about Mike Davis since week one. He's still. I fucking there. hate him, bro. I hate his ass. You want to talk I, about a Sunkoff's fallacy play? Is uh, me and Mike Davis? <laughs> he is uh, two years ago or last year or whatever. He's the Logan Thomas or Chris Herndon play from like weeks one through ten. Yep. Three th- somewhere between three k and three point five k is going to get you about eleven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Put him in and move on. All right, next, I think Bengals and Ravens division game, right? Yeah. All right, so 46.5 point total, Ravens favored by 6.5. Uh, Lamar, y'all, we, we, I mean, we spent a pretty good amount of time last week talking about how Lamar was underpriced. He was, you know, the nuts play. It, there wasn't really much to think about. Click his name and move on. And DK got us good. He he didn't get there. They blew the brakes off the Chargers, which I think was a surprise to a lot of folks. But here he is, same price again. Are we going back to Lamar? Oh, yeah. I like him again. I mean, I think he's going to be um, the, you know, probably the best projected play. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get there last week. But if you go back and look, I think he had like 13, 14, and that was without a uh, – I think he had one passing touchdown. They ran it. They had they got Le'Veon Bell and Latavius Murray had two rushes inside the five, I think, or inside the ten, and both of them got in. Um, so you know, if Lamar gets those, it, it, we're looking at a different day, right? So I think it's just some of the touchdown variants. I mean, his his usage and his his play was fine. Um, so actually, I hope he burns some people and doesn't you know he doesn't come in as popular. But yeah, no, I definitely like him. Um, yeah. You know, I think the most impressive so far, though, has been um, just from a consistency standpoint, has been Hollywood this year. Like, mm-hmm. we've not talked about him. And he was – I remember two or three weeks ago, he had, like, two or three touchdown drop passes against Detroit. And, you know, if he has those, we're looking at, like, a top five or top ten DraftKings wide receiver. He's not projecting well this week. And, you know, he's not got super high ownership at 10.4, but I mean, he's only priced at 5.K and it's been super consistent. And I don't know, I'll, I'll probably have some interest in, in, um, in, in going back to the well on him with, with Lamar. Um, I don't know where y'all stand on Mark Andrews. I'm not, I don't know. He's, he's just had such hot run. He's had such a hot run here lately. I'm just, I don't know. It's like, do, do they start keying on him? I mean, he's not projecting super well. I don't know if like since he's good against tight ends or something, but I don't know. I just think he's priced weird at like six K. I feel like. Yeah, he's yeah, squeezed between he's squeezed between a few guys that I think I like a little bit more on the high end and lower end. Yeah, I could. Right. I'm going to find a way to get to Waller at that point. Um, I see your Hollywood and your Mark Andrews, and I raise you the Dynasty Hardos preseason guides. Rashad Bateman, he was supposed to play last week. I don't think he's active. He is active this week. He is 3.4K. Um, nobody knows who he is. He was actually their first-round pick, I'm pretty sure, uh, at the end of the first round last or last year. Um, he is best, com- player, best comparable player on playerprofile.com, Stefan Dix. Um, so this guy uh, is good. Um, people like him. He's in this daily roto optimizer. He's projected for 10 points. Um, so for it, 3.4, he's great value points yeah. per dollar. I realize um, he's that just, cheap. Yeah. I think a lot of people actually, you'd be surprised. I think he's going to be kind of that hot take, hot take kind of guy that people play. And 
I, I'm not. I got to go through the slate again, but I'm not. I'm not seeing a lot of screaming value. Um, so if you want to try to play some jam of these big guys in, I think he might be a perfect little punt guy there at three four. He's got to just keep an eye on this week for sure. He's not necessarily secret on this. It looks like. I mean, mine. I got. Oh like yeah, he's kind of Johnson own. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he. Yeah. I mean, he's not some like. I guess yeah. I just caveat. It's probably not a super sneaky, but I, I don't know. I just that's kind of hard to see him get in that high. I don't know. I, I'd be surprised he comes in that high, but I don't think he's going to be like two percent owned or anything. Like I think he'll be probably ten, like you know, ten to twelve is what I probably guess. Sounds like Hollywood's the play then if he's going to be that high. Hollywood's at ten percent too. I mean, uh, well, never mind. I mean, they just they, they just got too high. But these dudes are going to get played. So what do we do? There's only ten games. You got any uh you got any thoughts on the Bengals, uh, Hunter? Man, uh I want to say yes, just because I'm such a price sensitive player when it comes to DraftKings, seeing Higgins and Boyd below five, seeing Jamar Chase at six two and knowing their upside. But but Baltimore's looked good, man. Their defenses look good. It looks like they've kind of figured a few things out. Um, they're at home, which I always like for a good defense. And so I'm not going to fault you for playing any of those guys as one-offs. I don't think you stack this game by any means, but it wouldn't surprise me if any of those guys, Jamar, Higgins, or Boyd, you know, get there and have a big game. I don't think yeah, I'm, I saw, on I'm never on I saw, I saw a stat the other day that said in the, the games where Higgins, Boyd, Chase, and I think they said Mixon all played, Higgins leads the team in target share. So I just think it's a matter of time before some of this, you know, Jamar Chase touchdown variance flips. And, you know, I, I, I agree. I think when you see him at 6'2 and Boyd and Higgins below five, I feel like all these dudes are like mid fives yeah. kind of guys, maybe six, you know, maybe six if, if, you know, Burrow and them figure it out or they quit running the ball as much. So, yeah, I like I'm, I'm with you. And I think if I had to rate him, I, I'd put Higgins number one. Yeah. It's going to hit eventually. Yeah, I prefer Higgins just at that price. Just the price difference. So yeah. he's the only one really projecting like even at his price for a projection. Yeah. Is he is Higgins back? Is he fully healthy again? I know he missed a few games like week three, week four, maybe. Is he like yeah, I, have, I assume he's back. 100 percent Yeah, it's like he's uh he had a limited practice okay. on 10 7 so that wasn't updated uh but yeah it looks healthy i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna make sure i get um some chase and some higgins i think that's a, i think that's a fun stack lamar and hollywood with chase and higgins one of them not both of them also i think the ravens d at 2-9 is a defense i'm going to be clicking quite a bit their, their Cincinnati's O line sucks. They're they're very very bad, and the Ravens like I yeah, mentioned, that's super they've true. been on fire, and so I think they're going to get pressure on. Uh, I think they're going to get pressure all day on. on they're uh they're reasonably owned right now too. It only I'm only showing six percent. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, love that. All right, let's go to to game seven, and I think. I think this is this where the afternoon slate kicks off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so 
Lions and Rams. We've got <laughs> Stafford revenge. We've also got damn. I mean, dude, a sixteen and a half point total. That there's there's sixteen and a half, and we'll get to another game that's at seventeen and a half right now. And you, I feel like you don't see that a lot in the NFL. That's a, that's a lot of points to cover. But the Lions at Rams, um, Rams by sixteen and a half with a fifty and a half point total. So help me with the math. I'm not really good at this, but what is that? 30, 33, 30, 30, yeah, 30, 17 30. and a half. I mean, dude, they're, they're, they're banking on the Rams scoring almost five touchdowns. Yeah, it's four touchdowns oh. and two field goals, I think is what it's at. Yeah. That's a lot of points. I, oh, yeah. I, I, this is a weird – so, last week in the optimals, Cooper Cup and Hendo both pop, played them, both got there. This week – both of them pop. <laughs> it's like I've never and seen Stafford. that before. And Stafford. I've never I'd seen exclude that before. Him. I'd exclude Stafford and uh, Cup because they just dominated like every single lineup had. They were like 90% of the optimal. So I was like, no, nah, I can't. I just had to exclude them. I've never seen a three-man stack like that. Um, yeah. I just don't – I don't know about this Cooper Cup, man. Is he, I, it's tough because I want to fade him. I do. I kind of really want to. But – what are you uh, showing on him on ownership on yours? Oh, he's jockeyest. He's the highest. Uh, See, yeah, they've only got him at 18 on this one. He's 8-4, I guess, because yeah. he's the cheapest out of Devontae and Tyreek Hill. Um, it's just – is it is he going to keep running that hot? I, we keep saying no, and he keeps just scoring 30 points. Um, I really do like Stafford again at that price. Was he at? Is he, did he even move? I don't know what he was at last week, but he's at – He was 7-1 um, seven seven last week. Yeah, he's 7-1 again this week. Yeah, I mean, well, then what the fuck? Like, he's even got a better matchup at home. Like, I guess they're just saying Daryl Henderson could score three touchdowns. and But, I don't know, McVay, I, this is a narrative coaching thing, but uh, he's similar in the fact that I just think he ain't going to take his foot off the gas. and he ain't, He's going to let Stafford do his thing. Especially as a revenge game narrative, like it's just too, it's just too good. It's too juicy. Give me all that bullshit narrative stuff. I'll, I'll eat that shit all day. Yeah, and then sorry, I, I was just gonna say, like, if you'd have told me last year, or really even beginning of this year, even when Cooper Cup was running hot, not even the last three weeks of it, like that Bobby Trees is sitting at 2K less and a third of the ownership and a 33-point total. I mean, that just screams leverage to me. And you don't even have to get away from the game. You just play Robert Woods and you're already different. I don't know. I mean, but, you know, he they, they don't have the breakfast narrative, so um, – or the Bible study, whatever they do. I think Cup and Stafford have all the narratives. <laughs> all of it's rolled into one. This is this is a new one. Um so, yeah, I mean, I was looking at the ownership earlier. So, the actually, this game's coming in second to that KC, Tennessee, probably just because no one's playing Detroit. I'd say if you looked at it by team, the Rams will be the highest owned out of anybody, um, with most of that probably falling on Henderson and Cup. Um, and then I think that probably lends itself to where the natural bring back is, is your boy, Hunter, DeAndre Swift. So, I don't know if you were filling him in this game. I mean, he's – you know, he's pretty well projected. He's only at 6K. I mean, he's going to be pretty highly owned, but I don't know. Does the 17 and a half point total scare you away, just considering he might not get a touchdown? No, it does. Well, 
so doesn't so, make. So yes, I want I want a touchdown for sure. But um, but but no, I think I think he's probably closer to like a seven K back, and he is the guy when they're trailing. He's the pass catching back. He's the goal. I mean, he's the pass catching back. They're six and a half point dogs. He's also the red zone back. So if they do sniff, you know, their 17 point total and he gets one of them, plus he's getting the pass catching work being down by that much at 6K, he's too cheap and it's a good spot. So, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be playing Swift this week, but man, I, I think it's a mental block when it comes to, to DFS and, and these types of games, but like, I just, I have no, Interest and like everything you guys said was could not have been more spot on, but I just have zero interest in playing Rams, <laughs> and I think that's wrong. <laughs> but I just like I I I can't click their names right now. I, like I haven't been able to. I don't know why. I tell you why. Just from a process, uh, this big of a spread, this home team, this big of a spread. Daryl Henderson almost is like at that price with that usage. It, it's almost like a lock to me. Um, so it's hard talking me off of it, but I really do like the running it back with DeAndre Swift, dude. He's a, I call him a WR one, what I refer to him. I mean, he doesn't really get there rushing, but I mean, dude catches mm-hmm. four to seven balls every game, and he's like just a talented guy. So they're actually coming in super chalky. I got Daryl at twenty eight and Swift at twenty five. So yeah. Yeah, so do I. I call uh, I call Swift. He's GT one to me. He's garbage time. Yeah, number one as well. Like you, if 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 Devontae hasn't gotten there in your lineup yet, just wait for the fourth quarter round and he'll score eighty percent of his points. <laughs> um, I want to go and look at this. I haven't done it yet. I do just want to go look at his fourth quarter scoring this year versus the rest. So um, he actually scores better on the road. So this isn't. <laughs> This isn't a bad spot. I don't know. I think Hunter addressed on that one where you said, like, you know, it's just hard to click Rams. I don't think it, you know, I just think it's like if we know these dudes are going to be this highly owned and their point projections are that high, if you don't click them, it just should inform, like, okay, how am I leveraging them then? You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just complete fade, it's like, you know, am I am I playing zero of them? And so I hope the game fails is one is one out or is it okay i'm playing woods as a one-off because everyone's on cup hendo you know or swift or am i playing higby yeah higby or something like that you know i think a a different way to to maybe attack it if you if you don't want to just play the chalky cup or henderson or stafford yeah yeah i wouldn't advise completely fade that but what do i know We'll see if I can click. I'll see if I can click a few. We'll see what happens. Anything just, else just then, the- and if you do, just get the rest of your lineup contrarians all. <laughs> Is there anything else on this game before we move on to game eight? Maybe just like uh, I, I, I think we sort of tried to touch on it last week, but I, I'm glad you brought up the afternoon games. Uh, if we are playing tournaments and we're not doing well, we should be late swapping. So like these games are the ones you can start late swapping in. So just keep that in mind. If you're doing well, you want to get generally chalkier. Or if you feel good about your plays later that, you know, keep them. But, like, if you're if you're doing bad and have chalky players, you need to get off of them. And so I think these next – so this game and the next three we talk about are are where you can do that. Um, 
one more for all of our fans that are listening for strategy. Watch, <laughs> bro. Hey, why is it? Is Amy in the streets? DK streets? No, she's probably got. Hell, she'd probably get in that five man and win a couple though. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Amy in cash, man. I think Amy could crush cash. Yeah, she'd probably be a pretty good cash game player. Um, well, one more thing on this game. So, with the Rams, Mr. Popper, are we not running it back with? I mean, I know St. Brown was everybody's golden boy last week, and then Hawkinson also got some love. Are, are they still viable this week? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not again. I'm I'm not against either one. Like, I think you play them not as one offs, but as part of this game environment in a stack. I guess would be the way I would I yeah. would just uh, back. preface it. Right. Swift's the only one for me. Perfect. Swift, right. I think you could play as a one off. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of one off. Clearly, since I haven't clicked the Rams guy. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, game eight, Eagles. Traveling to Vegas, uh, Raiders three-point favorite, 49 is the over-under. Raiders, first game without Gruden last week, looked looked good, looked fired up. Uh, I, I think this line's off. I think the Eagles win this game straight up. But um, where, where are you guys at? Let, let's, let's start with the Raiders side. Um, anything on the Raiders kind of standing out for you guys? Um, um, you know, we, I think we briefly touched on him earlier, uh, but I, I like Darren Waller right there. I mean, I know he's second highest price, but, man, I was looking at some uh, Instagram posts, and, man, he's just got – I think he's got some some regression coming his way uh, for sure. So I think you could see um, – Some personal or like, – what do you mean? Like, his, What do you mean from his Instagram? Oh uh, no! I've been following these like fantasy football, like established run. They were like, "Oh, they're playing oh, okay. the Eagles, and yeah. they they are uh, their uh, defense uh, doesn't really uh, prioritize linebackers and safety. So you got uh, all this kind of like bullshit, like scheme shit. So I was like, "All right, that's cool. I, I'm I'm getting there. I like him. So and I, I was kind of looking at his game and his usage is there. It's just his points are. Um, so uh, what does scare me is I don't know. Um, I think he's priced very perfectly. Uh, his DraftKings is six seven. His FanDuel six eight. And I don't like having a uh, uh, that's close. If he's a really good play, his DraftKings will probably be, um, and his FanDuel will be a lot higher because of his touchdown upside. So that does worry me. But he's the only one. Um, Derek Carr is like they keep project like he's always got some good super high uh, points per dollar value. I guess because he's always in the mid sixes or six k, uh, but. I mean, he hasn't. He's had one game over twenty-five. Uh, hadn't had a thirty-point game. People like him, but I just don't. Honestly, I really like Jalen Hurts on the other side as a one. I mean, as a uh, just a solo, no stacks. Actually, uh, this is music to my ears. So I think Derek Carr might be my highest known guy this week. Um, like last week? No, it was two weeks ago. But see, that was Gruden week. You can't like like. Last week he, he was fine. No, like if you look at the um, just the ownership that's coming in on the Raiders and the Eagles not named Jalen Hurts, like everyone's pretty reasonable for their um, their price project. Actually, what do you have Darren Waller at owner wise? 
Yeah, that's what I got him at. That's got to be wrong. Um, three percent's got to be wrong. So that could throw this off. Well, I actually misspoke. I do actually really like Dallas Carter on the other side. Um, now that um, Ertz is gone, so yeah, uh, they got established runs. Got uh, Waller at thirteen point three, which I think. Okay, is so that's gonna throw it off then. Um, yeah, that that's probably just how they mess that ownership up. So you got to add ten to all this. So yeah, probably not. He he won't be. So that's how ownership changes all this. Um, this one had had Waller at, at three only. Um, anyways, no, I I don't know. I I think my only take on this one was um, Jalen Hurts looked like he's going to be the chalkiest QB of the week, and just at a twenty three and a half total, I'm happy to fade that. So um i don't know i'll let i'll let y'all get on it maybe i I think one of the guys i'm actually interested in um he showed some life on when they play last was it monday uh last thursday maybe or sunday night um miles sanders got his kind of breakout game against the bucks there in the second half um he's there he's there at five one and i think he's just going to differentiate you off some of these like 6k value dudes uh, like you know, like the Chuba Hubbards, the Daryl Williams, the who else we talked Devontae Booker's, like all these got uh Darrell, well, Darrell Henderson. Um so like I don't know. At five one, I think he's got, you know, a good game environment, his usage is up, and he's projecting well, and I think he's still kind of flying under the radar. Um, so he's a guy I'm interested in this week. My my favorite my favorite DFS weeks are weeks where I can click a guy and figure out the rest. Instead of having, what is it, quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, tight end, flex. Instead of having nine positions to fuck with, I only have eight to fuck with now. And Miles Sanders mm-hmm. makes that happen this week. 100% Miles Sanders. Lock of a play this week. What? You don't like him? You know, you like him more than Mike Davis. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I agree. Um, it was weird that he kind of had his coming out against that really good um, Tampa Bay front. But what's – I just don't know. Doug Peterson's not there, right? Mm-hmm. Who is the guy? What's the coach name? Whoever the fuck he is. Does oh, it's it, that Nick Sirianni or Sirianni. Yeah, why why like does he hate Miles Sanders? Like why does he hate him? He he's getting he's got three double digit touches. Or every times. every everything has been trending up the past two weeks. He's getting Gainwell's dropped off, and also I think we've actually got some coach speak this week. So we now got a narrative to go with it. Uh, he had four. He had four which, his own attempts. Which yeah, was no, which, talking me you in know, music music to my ears. Like, and on him on Tuesday, and then you get some coach speak on a Thursday. I mean, juice me up a little bit more. So, so yeah, San- Sanders will be a hundred percent for me. Like, I, he'll be the first person I click, and I'll figure out the rest. I think he has an awesome week. Yeah, that's nice. We I, have, I'm getting, um, I'm getting talked into. Do we have any interest in Philly pass catcher, specifically maybe a Goddard play this week, with no Zach Ertz recently traded or Devontae Smith? Devontae at five point four, Goddard at four six. <laughs> Uh, Goddard's coming in on ETR, so he's going to be the high zone uh, mm-hmm. tight end, which I do, and I think is I do like him as a talent and as a player. Um, so yeah, I really like him. A little pricey, but I think I think it's pretty obvious to run. 
Goddard and Cash and um, Smith and attorneys because nobody really wants to play Smith anymore. I don't – or, like, nobody's really talking to him or talking about him as much. He's not getting a lot of buzz. Um, yep. I think that's the way you kind of do it. Um, the, the Eagles, I want to – the Eagles have been roasted recently on deep balls. I know Ruggs has gotten there a few times this year. Is he a guy – I mean – the target share is not massive, but he's one of those guys where it takes one one play. He's five five. Um, is that a guy that that y'all are interested in? You know what? Actually, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you actually touched on that um, because I do think uh, Gruden just didn't know how to give him the the ball. Um, so I think it was a addition by subtraction type of thing, uh, and he looked good last week. So yeah, I like him right there, five five. I, I sprinkle for me because I like other guys in that range, but I think he's a fine play, especially if you want to. We'll stack that game, yeah, for a little cheap, cheap, cheap options right there. Uh, with, with also with all this being said, the Eagles' defense at two three against Derek Carr, uh, I think, is a viable defense if you need the cheapest or one of the cheapest. All right, I think that's all for game eight, game nine. Another just, you know, potential blowout here, but I'll, I'll actually like a, a lot of pieces in this game. The Bears traveling to Tampa Bay, Bucks favored by almost two touchdowns now with a 47-point total. Uh, A.B. hasn't practiced the, the past two days with the ankle. Gronk also not practicing. So, I mean, anytime you get Tampa with limited pass catchers, that's exciting because you know where Brady's going to go. It kind of limits that target that target share. And then on the Bears side, guys, like there's some pieces here that I think are are intriguing, based off of how the Bucks defense is is set up and how they operate. Uh, Connor, I'll let you kick it off with the Bucks. Anything yeah. that's sticking out, I guess, with injuries, or are you anticipating one way or another? With Gronk and AB at this point, um, yeah, I think AB popping today not a good sign, right on the on the injury report. Like you never want um, guys starting to come on the injury report on Thursday and Friday. Um, with that said, if he's out, I already preferred Godwin this week at at five point nine. <clears throat> so if we get if we get news that um, AB is not going to play, I think that just already kind of heightens uh, a guy I was, I was interested in. So um, as it stands right now, probably a uh, favorite play from that side will be Godwin. Um, and this one, he's going to come in a little bit more owned than, well, actually he's going to come in a lot more owned than Mike Evans. I think just with the price difference um, that's, that's somewhat driving it. Um, and then he just had a little bit more production. And then I think if you, if you think about the targets that maybe AB leaves on the table, it, it, it goes to, to Godwin, so he'll probably see more of a, a target share increase of the two. Um, I think Uncle Lenny's still a decent play. Um, he's going to be pretty well owned this week, but anytime you kind of get a, uh, a home favorite that's, you know, 12 points or 12 and a half, whatever it is, um, you know, they're always solid plays. I don't think I have any interest in the tight ends with Gronk out. I think I would rather just start kind of concentrating on um, – on some of the past catchers we know with, with, with pretty big ceiling. So yeah, if I had to rank them right now, it's probably Godwin for net and then Mike Evans for me. 
Uh, yeah, if you want to, if you you want to galaxy brain them tight ends and pick Braid or OJ Howard, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. I'm gonna. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, okay, then I'll take another little coach speak, uh, especially if uh, <clears throat> AB doesn't play as your boy Tyler Johnson. Um, he's showing a good rapport with Tom Brady. He's got a little coach speak, and he's 3K. Um, just something to think about. Uh, just speaking of that as well, um, Tom Brady, man, he's a killer. He's, uh, I think he's going for Peyton's record. I really do. There's a lot of narrative around him. I think it's shown that even when they're up big, which they're projected to be, they don't take uh, the foot off the gas by any means. So I think he is a really good sneaky tournament play. He's projected very high, but he's also got him in very low owned, uh, especially with these because he's kind of near the top. Uh, what is he, 7-7? Seven, seven? Yeah, so a lot of guys won't be playing him. Um, but I think he's a fabulous play right there. Um, and if you really want to run it back, I don't really – I don't know who you want to play on a 17-point total. Um, they actually have a lower total than Detroit. Um, so, I don't know if you really want to play – run it back with anybody else. But I really like uh, – just going to keep banging the drum for Darnell Mooney right there at 4-6. He's projected as a fair value. Um, and I don't know. I keep seeing Cole commit, uh, pop in the optimals. I just don't, I mean, he's 3K. He's a punt, I guess, but he's still a little pricey. Um, but really, Mooney's the only guy if I really was thinking about entertaining running it back, could be him. Yeah. So, dude, Brady GPPs. I love that take. I just wrote it down. I didn't have it down, but thank you for reminding me. Um, I think, especially if you get a, you get a limited target target share get one of Gronk or AB out or both and you can kind of narrow that down like dude love that so thank you for saying that I'm also interested in the other side and I think I think this might be the week y'all we get a little bit of a ceiling from Justin Fields I, I think this sets up perfect for him with them being a run funnel so not only are they going to not let any running, you know, Khalil Herbert, the only guy, they're not going to let him do anything. But they're also going to be able to get pressure where we might see some more of his legs. And then Mooney and Robinson are the only guys who he throws to. They're both cheap. They're both limited pressure right now. I, I want to see them both full practice and, and, you know, let's see 90% of the snaps that they have been. But I think a field stack or double stack with running back with Godwin or Evans is very, very much in play this week. I'll have some fields. I think this might be the week we finally see him pop. Pulling for him. We'll say if we do get AB out, um, you could see Brady get steamed a little bit towards the, you know, as the weekend comes on, just with, like we said, like, you know, if, if we get more confident on being able to stack him, and we know he's loaned down and a high total. I could see the rest of the field moving that way. So I would just kind of track that as well. I, I could see him, you know, everyone kind of looking on Thursday where ownership's at and then viewing them as a pivot. And then by the time Sunday rolls around, somehow he's chalky. You know what I mean? So, so, so who would that lower the ownership on the Rams? Yeah, it would probably come in on the premium stacks. So that'd probably be like Mahomes, Lamar. I don't think Kyler's real high, highly owned. Um, Stafford's not priced that high, so I don't I don't know if it necessarily hits Stafford. Pro- it probably more like a, you know, it, it, I'd say most people maybe move off that KC Tennessee game, 
and and on to the Bucks. Dude, if we end up getting the big dog under 10% this week, I'm about to freak out. I'm about to yeah. freak out, right? It's yeah. interesting that I, I just think so it's 7-7. Seven, seven, I just think that's going to turn so many people off. All it's right. Brady, I, 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 I like the more we talked about this game, I think this might I think this might be a game that I, I go overweight on. I well, think they're that, like they're just sandwiched between the LA and then the Houston and Arizona games. It's just like I think people just kind of forget about it. Yeah. I, I really, I really like the pieces of this game. All right, let's do the last game and then we'll go to our favorite plays at each position. So Final game, Texans at Cardinals. Again, like this is crazy to see this many games like this, but Cardinals are favored by 17 and a half, 47 and a half point total. I think one thing, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a, a vengeful motherfucker. And and I don't know <laughs> if, if Kingsbury and Kyler are going to give him what he wants here, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if DeAndre tries to – to make it a point here to, to show the Texans what's up. Do, do y'all have any feel on that? Or have y'all seen anything on that? I, I love narratives. And so, like, that's, uh, that's, it stood out to me. No, I love uh, I love a good revenge game narrative. Uh, we've been hitting on it kind of with Stafford and all these other people. But, man, his, his targets and receptions have just been so scary. Like, he scored 20 points with two touchdowns last week. His ceiling has been six receptions. It's just it it, but I don't know why. I mean, I guess if this is the one that's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Um, seven seven is price is fucked, man. Um, he's coming in low on, so I guess that's why. All these guys, man, it's so split. I just think because Kyler is just so dynamic, gets spread it around, and he's got such a high rushing upside. I mean, I do like the narrative, but it's gonna be tough for me to play him at that price. Yeah. And the usage, honestly. Yeah, because it's like <clears throat> with Kyler eight five. I don't know. Just the rest of your roster, it's just hard to do stuff. I mean, to think he's eight hundred higher than Brady, who we just said seven seven would scare people off. Um, but yeah, it, it makes it tough. I mean, I think though for me, you can't just ignore a thirty two and a half point total. Like, you know, you at least got to consider the pieces. So I think maybe a a, a naked Kyler. You know, I, I try to pitch every week because I think that's an interesting way to do it. Um, and if you want sort of a bring back, I mean, obviously Brandon Cooks is there. I mean, they're never going to price him up because Houston just won't have high totals. But, um, you know, he got there last week off, off volume alone. So, I, you know, I kind of like him here. I think if you do run Kyler, it forces you to go cheat elsewhere. Or at least on the stack too. So Running like backs. Rondell Moore at four point four to me is is a good play. I think um, from a tournament perspective. I mean, one, I don't think Kyler is going to be highly owned. I mean, mm-hmm. he'll probably be in the bottom third of uh, quarterbacks as far as ownership goes. So I think you know with him you could run a stack, get access. You know, you could run a low stack, get access to a thirty-two point total, and then get on some of these chalkier guys elsewhere. Um, so that I, I think if you want to play some of these you know, chalk running backs and receivers. Um, if you can fit them in with Kyler, I think, I think that's the way to do it. Um, so yeah, from the Arizona side, and, and I think you can run them with Chase Edmonds too, just given his pass catching. 
Um, so I think my favorite plays with him would be Chase Evans or sorry, Chase Edmonds and, and Rondell. Yeah. And I'm, I'm way in on cooks with you guys. I, th- I think cooks at six K is fantastic play. Um, the, the, I read, I was reading something, the Texans passing expectation above whatever is like way higher. And I know they're trailing a lot and that's part of it, but they're going to be trailing here. The Cardinals, I think it's going to be a pace up matchup. If I, I had to guess, I'd say there's going to be a lot of plays run here. So I love Cooks, and I actually think at uh, at 4.9K, I think Mills Mafia is going to shot. Uh, I really do think. I mean, man, I, what, what do you need there? I mean, depending on other quarterbacks, he could get it done with 18. Oh uh, yeah, if you get eight. Well, it depends on. I don't know. I don't like saying what do you need right there. It's what do you who are you playing them with? That's the real question. Well, him uh, and Cooks. But, that's an easy. But, that's an easy one. Oh uh, well, no. I mean, just like your entire roster. Uh, oh, if he gets eighteen and four nine, yeah, that's a smash spot. So the way, so the way I look, and, and it I, here's, and it, it, I, I stumbled on this accidentally. I want to say that I was way off him, but he he was the only dude that made it work. But uh, it, it allowed me to get Henry and Adams. And so that's why, yeah, that's that's how it came about. But but I think I think <laughs> looking back, I think <laughs> I think he's all right. All right. You know what? I think um, he's just, okay. Just because nobody's touched on it, I think it's actually I'm going to be a little contrarian on this. If you don't want to play the wide receivers and you do want to play Kyler and stack it, I think Chase Edmonds is a great play. But I also think Connors is fine too because. It's kind of it's shown in the receptions and the rushing that James Conner is the bruiser who's going to be up. Chase Edmonds is the two down or the third down, two minute offense guy. So if you got this high of a total of thirty points, then at the same price, uh, I think James Conner might be the actual kind of contrarian take on that one. As ugly as it's been. Um, I think he can fall in the end zone, you know, get you 20 points. Yeah. Just something to think about. I like it. I like it. All right, y'all. Let's move to the final piece. Uh, I don't have a, a fuck, Mary kill this week, and unless you guys have got one. I, th- I think everybody's – if there's any really tough decisions in one spot based off pricing. So let, let's just go straight into favorite – plays and I will start at quarterback position I think this is probably gonna be my most popular quarterback and it's kind of scary but I'm, I'm also excited for it but Justin Fields against Tampa oh, I think interesting I think this is the week we we see a little bit of a ceiling from him well then can I just go on the opposite side and go Tom Brady you sure can <laughs> I like that I hope one. they both get there for the sake of us show um Hmm, this is tough. Tough for me. Um, okay, since we're going somewhat more tournament based, I'll say uh, I like not it's not like my favorite play. I think he's just one of the better leverage plays where you can get um, you can you know you can get a little we- weird elsewhere. And I don't think a lot of people beyond him is to a tag of a Lua. All right, on to running back. I've don't think I could have hit on it anymore, but Miles Sanders will be lock button for me. So, so he's definitely my running back. 
Uh, oh, dude, give me all the chop. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. With this, I mean, just pro- yeah, with this process. I mean, I just got to go with it. This half a toe, I don't care. His last way, it's probably going to burn. I don't give a shit. Let's go. You going Hendo? Yep. Um, I will go. I like Darrell Williams still. I still think he's a good way to play a KC Tennessee game. All right, wide receiver. So I, I wrote down Brandon Cooks for myself, and I'm not that like he he will be very very high owned for for myself on my rosters. But I, I also just want to say Robbie Anderson one more time, just in case. Just in case. And I don't. I'm just getting chalky this week, but he's got to play. Um, but I'm just thinking like of a guy that is going to have a 50-point upside that I think is going to do. It's, it's Tyree Kill for me. Mm-hmm. I just love – I mean, love that. Jesus. Like, it's Tennessee secondary. Me, Us three could get 12 points. It's an easy game. Yeah. It's an easy game. Um, okay. hmm. I like uh... – okay, well, I'm going to give two. I'm going to cheat. Um, as it stands right now, I'll go Bobby Trees at a third the ownership of Cooper Cup and a 2K discount. Um, and But then if Antonio Brown doesn't play, I like I like Chris Godwin. You Tyler Johnson? Nope. All right. Um, tied in. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to give two tight ends here because I think it's very, very dependent on build. But on, on the way low end, I, I've got a feeling John who gets in the box this week. I, I feel really, really confident about John who getting in the box. And then if you don't have to go that low, I think Jaseki is just in a, a really, really good spot at 4-7. Dude, if I see a John who Smith in, in that five man after <laughs> I was going to use him to leverage Hunter Henry, <laughs> I'm going to lose my – no one – well, hopefully – Hey, Chaz loves Henry too, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I would love to see two hundred Henrys and a Johnny Smith in there, and then if Johnny scores, it'd be great. Uh, Um, Connor, Connor, you go. You and me go. Uh, I like. um, So you said, sorry, who'd you say again? Hunter Gasecki and And Johnu. Johnu. Yeah, Yeah. I like. uh, Man, I I really kind of hate tied in this week. I usually have some take. Um, I think if I had to go just from a uh, probably game theory perspective, um, man, I don't want to do it. Okay, let's do it. I just feel like I just kind of did this on Bobby Trees. I, I think Tyler Higby at 4.5. Um, really, it's just leverage off Cooper Cup this week. I think it's probably one of the key. And Hindo. Key, yes. key points. Yeah, key points on the slate. So. Um, I like Tigby. The the other one I was thinking about was um was just paying up for Kelsey and then and then to your your point hundred and then just figuring the rest out. All right, so if we're gonna pick two, yeah, uh, I like to give two, man. That's how you cheat. Uh, uh, I didn't pick me. two. I said if I had to, that literally um, increases. Well, your if I had three, no, um, I think it's pretty obvious. You want you want TJ Hushmanzada at tight end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. CJ, <laughs> hey, hey, your guys. boy got in the box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, CJ Uz- Uzma. 
There you guys go. Uzma. I, I can't say it. Um, give me Waller. Give me uh, give me um, Goddard. Waller and Goddard. Pretty easy. I'm locking those. Are. All right, you don't want, 50 you don't combined want, right there. You don't want Tommy Trimble in the one the first 1 p.m. game. I just love that name, baby. TT. Yeah. <laughs> All right, defense, and then we'll get out of here. For me, it's the Ravens. I, I'm going to be pretty oh, high sure. on the Ravens this week. I'm never going to – my sweet spot is like 2,500. Uh, I like your take, Hunter, so I'm going to go – wait, I don't give a fuck about defense. Close your eyes and pick one. Uh, Eagles right there. I like uh, the Giants at 2.5K against uh, Sam Darnold, the turnover machine, mm. and the take a sack machine. I like that one. I like that. I do too. I'm going to have to add that to, to my list. All right. Still uh, the six 80. points, baby. Any closing takes, bold predictions, anything at all for we sign off, boys? Um, no, I think this this week there's there's four afternoon games out of ten, so really forty percent of the slates on the back end. You know, try to think, and and a lot of those are high totals: Rams, Tampa Bay, Arizona. I think we try to use it to our advantage. We got to up our game a little bit. I'm smelling some chalky this week. Feels a little chalky. Smelling it smells like chalk. I don't know what, what smells like. What's what else smells like chalk? I don't know. Tums. <laughs> All right, there it is. Week seven DraftKings takes from you boys, the I Fantasize Daily Boys. Uh, like always, may your screens be green. We'll catch you guys next week on week eight. Good luck. I like smoking weed, I like getting fly I like having sex, I like girls who ride I like my cold food, I like turning on And I like brand new shit, so this is what I love I like that money, baby Money, baby, money, baby, Money, baby, money, baby, money, baby Money, baby, money, baby, money, baby, yeah That is shit I like, yeah Whoa,